Alrighty folks, we're back here on A Very Good Life. Um, my name is Nick Barry, I'm your host. I'm here with my friend Matt, as you've seen on the podcast before. And I'm also here with Jared, a good friend of ours, um, new on the podcast here. Right now we're up at the lake house. Um, we had a good day here, it's a Saturday. I had a, had a fun day in the water on the, on the lake and we're just gonna get into it. Um, yeah, how are you guys doing today? Doing great, I mean. Always a great day at the Berry Tavern North. Yeah, Berry Tavern North. So if you don't know, Berry Tavern is the stable. You know, we go there, we have a few drinks, we play some cards. It's always a good time. And, you know, we have a place up in New Hampshire on Winnipesaukee, Great Lake. What do you guys think? Great Lake? Yeah, yeah. Great, great Lake. You know, my, fir- my first time up here, had a great day. It's a beautiful day outside and a pleasure to be on the podcast. Awesome, awesome. So yeah, we, we're just gonna get right into it. Let me bring my notes up here. We got a couple things to discuss today. Um, hold on, I'm all over the place today. First off, we're going to talk about, um, you know, top three summer activities. What do you guys think? I'm going to give my top three at the end, but in perspective of our cast, we're going to have them go first. So top three summer activities. Now you're talking games or just overall like anything. So you can go on a trip. A nice summer activity with Anything family. Um, you can go. You can go just games. You can go okay. beach games, like a little cornhole. You know, I want to hear what you guys think. Um, well, I definitely think the number one summer activity is going to Nick Barry's Lake House. I respect that. I respect <laughs> that a lot. I mean, he loves that answer. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Um, I would say boating. Boating. What okay. kind of boat? What, what type of boat is your favorite? Um. Speedboat. Speedboat, yeah. We, we sort of had this discussion earlier. For the lakes, pontoon, really good. But for an ocean, prefer the speed. The people with the pontoon on the ocean is a question. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I used to work at a yacht club, um, and I would work on boats and stuff, and I always saw guys on a pontoon boat, and they'd always come back with the wrecked motors or the wrecked propellers. I'm like... Obviously, first of all, rookie mistake having a pontoon on the water. Second of all, if you have a pontoon in the ocean, you obviously don't know how to drive a boat. Yeah. Right? I guess. Okay. But on a lake, it's fine because you're eating waves. Um, it's a lot deeper of a water, not as many rocks as an ocean. Mm-hmm. So it's easier to get away with it. On an ocean, you know, rocks can come up out of nowhere. Yeah. So that's my take. Yeah, so I think going on a boat and then I'll just say uh, overall beach day. Beach spike ball, cornhole, drinking. Yeah. That's probably. Gotta get a couple drinks in there. Gotta get a couple drinks in there. At a nice beach, ideally. Not like a Dane Street. You don't don't wanna find yourself there. Viewers who don't know, Dane Street's in Beverly. It's a pretty ratchet beach if you haven't been in Beverly. Uh, You know, a lot of. It's just a public beach. And, you know, in a public beach, you know, the cast of characters vary. Um, You'll get your family of five. A lot of screaming kids. Sorry about the motorcycles going around in the back. I don't know what's going on. Guys on a Harley. Um, it's the lake. It's the lake. You know, anything goes in the lake. It's 9.30 right now. We got guys humming around on a Harley. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, going back to it, you got a family of five, a lot of kids screaming around. And then you got, you know, your drug dealers on the beach at that time. What's that guy doing? Right? Trying to sling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to sling, and they they work at a beach too. You, you guys work around work with at Dane Street. Yeah, yeah. Dane Street isn't 
isn't the best area. It's not at in the best area of the city, that's for sure. So. For sure. And Beverly, not, not not putting slander on Beverly. Beverly's a nice town. Yeah. Right on the water, North Shore, Mass. Um, but yeah, you get a cast of characters at that beach. Yeah. Um, that's very true. So I like that top five. How about you, Jerry? Um, with top five or top three? Top three. Top, top three. three. Good top three. Yeah. What's your top three? Top three. Um, I would have beach day at number three. Yeah. You know, classic beach day. Cornhole, but at like a cookout in a backyard setting, not at the beach. I like it better like at a cookout. Yeah. Okay. Some you smell, you smell the burgers and dogs and the yes. grill. You playing some cornhole mm-hmm. like that. Absolutely. The number one is definitely the summer sunsets. Mm, Nothing yeah, better than that. That's true. And we're blessed here on this lake. Uh, we're facing the sunset every night, so it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I'll be posting some pictures of that on my Instagram. But, yeah, it's not bad. And for myself, personally, I think tubing's got to be up there. Nice yep. summer activity tubing, going out there, getting rip- whipped around on the mm-hmm. tube. My dad ruthless on the tube Definitely. he'll he'll drive he'll drive you insane to a point where he's doing crazy eights on the on the on the boat <laughs> to a point where he get he slings you in front of the boat and your life flashes before your eyes so i mean tomorrow morning we might get that you know yeah, i'm looking forward to it yeah. i'm looking forward to tomorrow <laughs> it's, it's adrenaline rush um i think number two has got to be going to a, a a baseball game going to maybe a red sox game. student nine uh, student nine always good right now that's a good one you know I don't know when this will be posted, but today Chris Sale came back today, yeah. and what a game to watch! Wish we went, but instead we came up here, and uh, I think it was a right choice. Yeah, I think it was a right choice. I mean, going into Boston's tough. The commute into Boston, traffic could be up to an hour to get in. Maybe it's sometimes two hours. We we just stuck in two hours yeah. sometimes. We sat there for too long on a 95-degree day to miss the first oh, three innings of the First game. three innings. And I get there, and I'm like, do I get a beer? Do I not get a beer? I ended up getting beer. And that was, that was a nightmare. I was sweating through my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, when it's a nice 75-degree night at the field, a little bit of a breeze, good game. Um, I think there's nothing better than that. And number one... Number one, I think it's the 4th of July. I know it's not a summer activity. We wouldn't call it a summer activity, but the 4th of July, you can't go wrong with that. Just just a holiday in the summer regardless is, you know, you can't beat it. Um, Those are my top fives. Top three. three. I keep saying top five. Look at me. It's late at night. I've had a few drinks. drinks Heavy pours. You know, I mean, heavy pours. So we were drinking some Captain, Captain Coke. Haven't had a Captain Coke in a while. My drink of choice is probably the Jack and Coke. Yeah. Jack. Um, but I had a couple of Cap and Cokes today, and I mean, you got to get the night going with a nice mixy. Yeah. You know, you got to get the drinking yeah. started with a nice mixy. If you're drinking just, beers all day, you get bloated. Yeah. That's why seltzers. Especially on a hot day like today, you don't feel bloated. I don't yeah. disagree with you. Yeah. I, I, I definitely great. don't. I, I do like a nice seltzer on a summer day. So I mean. Maybe in the winter I'll switch to an IPA, but right now I'm, I'm on the I'm on the seltzer grind. Yeah. Big truly, but right now my dad bought these, the White Claw watermelons. You can't go wrong with those, honestly. Two grams of carbs. Yeah. Like you know, when you're trying to, as a college athlete trying to watch your figure, um, yeah. it's tough on the carbs, tough on the calories. So nice seltzer here and there. Yeah, you don't always want to be slugging. 10 beers or exactly. 15 beers exactly. you have, you're putting down. But. And then you feel shitty in the morning. Yeah. It, you know, it's never good. Um, so, yeah, that's why 
I've been drinking seltzers all summer. I know you guys probably have been drinking seltzers. We kind of been kind of been crushing seltzers this summer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's been my drink of choice this summer. I do want to ask, what is your drink of choice in in general? What do you guys think? Okay, I'll go first. I bounce around. Recently, I've been cycling through the Trulies. True. So for I think it's sort of been as they've come out with the new product lines. So for me, it started with those Truly lemonades. Um, which I don't even like anymore because they're way too sweet, even though they don't have sugar, but they're too sweet. So I started with that. That was like a couple months. Then the Truly Iced Teas, I actually can go back to that. I still love those. And then the Truly Fruit Punches for the summer have been where I've been going. Sticking true to that. Yeah. Yeah. I like the Iced Teas, and I know Jared likes the Iced Teas. Yeah, the Iced Teas are good. Yeah. I like those. The Like Brad said, the Fruit Punches aren't bad. I don't mind these Bud Light Seltzers. they they're not as good as the Trulies, but they get the job done. Yeah. And um, I, I like the competition between the different uh, companies, too. Yeah. They all kind of yeah. try to top each other. Um, but I, I think the originals, the original White Claws and the Trulies, yeah. kind of stand above the rest, in my opinion. Um, but the High Noons, though they're expensive, I have to say they're pretty, they're high quality. Ideally, the... Um I don't buy them, but when my dad buys them, the canteens, they're canteens, basically yeah. the same concept as the high noons, but they're a little more expensive, a little higher quality. If you know, if I'm not paying for them, that'd be my drink of choice. But I'm not going to go to the liquor store and pay but whatever it is. If we're going out though, my drink of choice changes because I usually like to start it off with a Jack and Coke, and then I'll switch to either a beer or a seltzer after that. When after I go to a restaurant, I also get beer, and I don't drink beer really anywhere else right. in any other setting. Yeah, I mean, nice tap beers. Never. Yeah. No, you can't go wrong with a tap beer. Mm-hmm. All righty, here we go. We're going to keep going here. going to keep rolling. Uh, so my next question, oh, not a question. We're going to go into it. So for those of you who don't know, Jared, myself, and Matt, we all worked at uh, Model Sporting Goods, which I'm not really sure if it's out of business yet. I, th- I think it might be. It's 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 on a decline, yeah. a severe decline. Definitely. Those of you who don't know Models or don't don't have one around you, Models is just like Dick Sporting Goods, but I mean the quality of, the quality of gear, the quality of shoes, um, it's just subpar. It was a more affordable option. Yeah. More affordable option, exactly. If you don't want to go and spend one hundred and twenty dollars on a pair of sneakers, you're yeah, spending yeah. seventy bucks. And it's basically the same product, just, I mean, may not last as long, the treads on the bottom may wear out, but, I mean, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I'd rather spend 70 than 120 right. in that regards. Um, but, yeah, we worked there. Um, how many years did you, I, I think I worked there a little over a year, maybe a year and a half. Um, it was in high school. Great like question. 2016, maybe, I started there. 2017. I think I started in 17. 17. Both of you guys were already there. We were in 16. Yeah, Yeah, I think we barely overlapped because I left. I left Models to become a camp or a part time. Yeah. So it was in the summer of 17 Um, or the mm -hmm. summer of 16. Summer going into junior year. So summer of 16. So I was a counselor for three years. Yeah. Summer Summer of 16. So yeah. So I had to have started in 16, maybe even 15. Yeah. I don't remember the logistics, but. Jared, did you ever work? So, well, the Pats win the AFC Championship. Pats won the Super Bowl. Pats won the Super Bowl that year. Yeah. Were were you working at that point? Or no? Okay, so that was a nightmare. We started, I don't even know, did we even make it a full year? 
I don't know. I don't, I don't even think I gave my. I don't even I think, think I gave my two I weeks. I started around Black Friday. <laughs> I don't think you did because I came in right at the tail end of yours. Because then you had football starting. <laughs> you kind of just stopped showing. I I gave him the. I might work Sundays. <laughs> yeah, during the school year. Nothing. Keep some money flowing. I just no. stopped showing up. No. We got we got new management. I think it was the new management. Yeah, the turnover. New management. The turnover was, was terrible. We were here. Were we here? You we might have been here. You blew off a weekend of work to come up here. We, oh, a group of us came up. Okay, don't blame you. After uh, coming yeah, up here, don't blame me. It it was a great job as a high schooler working there, working in retail. Yeah. Um, you see a lot of different people. You <laughs> see a lot of faces. Yeah, a lot, a lot of recurring cast. But I mean. The management there before I had left was amazing. Shout out to Patrick, our manager <laughs> for a while. He was a great guy. He respected me and Burge. Mm-hmm. No, a lot of the employees didn't like me, me and Matt. Um, we had a group. We had a group. It was it was a few of us. We were kind of you know we were kind of just not screw around at work, but we had a good time at work. We tried to pass the time. There's times when we would work. And there'd be hours when we didn't see a single customer. Yeah. Yeah. So what, are, what else are you supposed to do? Hours, like, and you're working with your friends. It's like, yeah. what are we going to do? So, I mean, we'd go in the back and we'd, <laughs> we'd grab an apple. We'd find an apple and we'd grab a wiffle ball bat out of the back. Yeah. And we'd just start smashing apples in the back. And I mean, not saying that was a good thing to do, but I, it passed the time. <laughs> we used yeah. to send each other in the carts. We used to ride each other in the carts in the back. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't ride each other, but I mean, we used to put each other on the cart and just just send them down the hallway. Um, there was one day, I think it was Sunday, we were getting paid time and a half to be there, which was kind of, you know, excessive. Um, me you and Pippin, I think, had a World Series of Wiffle Ball in the back room for maybe five hours. I mean... I don't doubt it. Because Greg was I was going to say, probably Greg Day. If, uh, Greg Day. Greg, our assistant manager. He was he a homie. By Still friends with him on Facebook this day, to, the, to today. <laughs> glanced in the office, glanced in the back room, and we were just like... Not a camera. We had a diamond set up in the back right. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, um, now I'm remembering it, I don't even think you lifted his head up. I think you just walked right through and, and he didn't even care. Yeah. Yeah. No care in the world. Greg, great guy, great guy. But then, yeah, so... We switched management. It was right around the time Jared showed up and started yeah. working there, but we switched management. I wasn't a fan of the new manager. Um, yeah. Never really gelled with her. She came from, I think, Saugus, maybe. Um, never really clicked with her. Um, I don't know. You you were working for her for a little bit longer. Yeah, she wasn't the best boss, mm-hmm. but um, I won't say her name, obviously, but she wasn't my favorite, but she didn't last too long there anyways because she got out of there so the, the management after you guys left there was some quick turnover yeah and then it was just a steady decline because i only worked there for like a year because i worked up until we closed the store yeah um, so i think yeah. they closed in 17 right or 17 i think it 18? was summer 18 summer of 18 yeah so they they had a good run they had yeah. a good run they had been there for a long time yeah um i think there was the apple seeds in there before. was it always motels when we were kids Apple um, Seeds was to the left. T- yeah. Apple Seeds was to the left, and yeah. then I think Modell's was there for a long time. Yeah, probably, that, probably close to 20 years, maybe, I would say. Yeah, because I remember they had the, uh, like, her GameStop has the Xbox set up. They used to have that when you walked in Yeah. when we were younger. Oh, I yeah, they did. I yeah. think I think you're right. Probably and I honestly think the gear when we were kids were way nicer than the gear when we worked. I think so. Yeah. Um, I think it was maybe that was just us being kids and thinking that. 
you know everything was cool everything yeah. was cool back then yeah. that's one thing i want to talk about when we were in middle school anything went with apparel like you could wear yeah. like a neon green shirt blue shorts and like orange shoes and we thought we were the man yeah, there's some there's some pictures that I see looking back, and I'm like, socks up to your knees. Yeah, and you like, thought you were the men wearing the fightings. Remember the fightings? The fightings. The fightings that gave you energy or something yeah. like that. Some bullshit. Uh, balance. <laughs> yeah, yes. some balance. Some, some BS. But yeah, I just remember in like middle school, I used to rock the craziest shit. Middle school is a strange time for everyone. Yeah, I think it's like when you like start figuring out like who you are and like what your style and stuff, but. No, yeah, definitely, like, I had some crazy <laughs> outfits. I'm sure we all did, but, um, yeah, that's definitely a time for, like, one, you, you, you make your best friends, I think, in middle school, and then you go up to the high school, and you still keep those friends. That's when you make your closest friends, but yeah. Yeah. something about, like, the style back then. It might have, might change now. I, I don't really know any. No, I bet it's the same. In middle school, too, it's like it throws you out there because now it's all the kids from the city getting into the same middle school yeah, right. instead of being in your little group in yeah. elementary school. That's that's true. Yeah, I don't know what other people's, like, situation was in middle school, high school, but in our situation, like, when we would come up to the, come up through elementary school, I went to elementary school in Matt, but I didn't go with Jared. He was from another district, so... I mean, middle school was the first time where we got to know new people. Um, I've been going to school in Matt for six years, and then... You go to middle school and it's a whole new whole new atmosphere but i, I like that transition um yeah. it's definitely good it was, it's good to have a core group from from beginning like going through elementary school but uh it's also good to make new friends and I've, i got a great group of friends out of middle school and high school so that was always good um yeah and we're gonna keep rolling on here um kind of got off track there about the whole that spiral that spiral i think it wouldn't be good direction um, but I also want to go off. So Jared just recently um, gave us two weeks at Shaw's. He was working there for a long time. John, our good friend John, who's been on the podcast before, has been at Shaw's, worked there for a while. But Jared just gave us two weeks at Shaw's. So he was experimenting with a new job. <laughs> I want you to explain what the new job was. Okay, yeah. So I worked at Shaw's for, what, about three years because I got it after Modell's closed. Yep. And then I worked it through you know, the three years of college. And um, so this summer, I one of my buddies texted me because he works at an engineering company. And he was like, hey, like, I got a position like you'd be working with me. You know, it's probably better than the grocery store because at the grocery store, I started out on the register and bagging. Then I was just outside doing carts. So, you know, got to deal with the elements when you're out there and everything. Yeah. It's a grind when you're out there for eight hours. But, um, and they, so the new job, the engineering company, they paid me a little more, but, um, you know, I got there, first day didn't go great. It was just a lot of data entry, oh. you know, just punching numbers on a computer, working in the quality assurance department. So we had just had to fill out forms, basically saying like, yeah, this product is like to the specs and standards, you know, pass the test or whatever. But, you know, we had to do it like 75 to 100 times the same form oh. through the week I was there. So, like, after the first day, I was like, all right, it can't be this bad. Like, you know, I'll give it some more time. I'm not going to yeah, quit after one right. day, obviously. But then, you know, a couple of days passed, and I asked my buddy, I'm like, so, you do anything else, or is this, like, the <laughs> grunzier work? Yeah. It's like, I'm just staring at a computer screen for eight hours, straight, like, not even talking to anybody. Yeah. And he was like, you know, sometimes I get up and, because there, there's a machine shop in the back, and then there's the little office space, and we're in the office space. And right. he was like, 
Yeah, sometimes I like have to get up and walk the floor and talk to some people, but this is the brunt of it. When he told me that, I was like, yeah, I, this isn't for me. It's, uh, and you know, going back to school, I, we start school in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm not gonna be able to, cause this was like full-time work. Right. I was like, right. I can't do this while I'm in school, especially going into my senior year, so. That's um, tough. Yeah. That's short, tough. Short stint, but. You know, like you think, we're quitting the job, working, you know, customer service, basically. And I mean, that must be tough work, working, like moving the carts every day. Even like, like you said, in the elements and stuff, yeah. we got a snowy day. We live in the Northeast, like the blizzards are, yeah. are insane sometimes. And you, you got to work through that. And I respect you. I respect anybody who works at a place like that. Um, it takes a village. It really does. And, um, but yeah. You think like you're gonna leave that job and get a nice cushy job at a, at a engineering firm, and it pans out that not what you not what you thought you were signing up yeah. for, you know. But and, you know, luckily I you know I had two jobs. I work with Burge down at uh, the rec department in the uh, city we live in, so I still got that to fall back on, which is good. But you know, yeah. it's it's it, that's what you gotta do when we're young, though. You gotta try different jobs because you still gotta figure out what we like. So, right. Working at a rec department is not terrible. You get the whole summer working down on basically a beach. Yeah, it's not uh, a bad gig for a summer job, terrible. especially. Not terrible, and the fact that you don't get paid overtime, which is... No, this should <laughs> yeah. be set on the air. I, I will talk about it, Bird. Yeah. I mean, we we are owed overtime. We are. Now, we're, we're on the payroll the entire year. We work over 40 hours a week sometimes, or days longer than eight hours. Sometimes. You know. I've worked... Yeah. Quite, quite often. 40. Mind it's, you, this is a, this is a this is a city-run job. Yeah, right? we we are employees of the city, so yeah. um, we are owed overtime pay. I don't, I'm not sure how they weasel around it, but yeah, that's uh, what that, they're doing right now. That, so that baffles my mind, to be honest. Like yeah. that's something I'll never understand how they can get by that, they're, and how the mayor's not like, how are you not paying these kids what they deserve? Yeah. Um, but I mean, talk. We don't need to talk politics tonight. <laughs> um, we're just gonna keep it light tonight. But I, I just yeah. wanted to put that out there. I feel bad no. for you guys. Yeah. You guys are slaving out there. We appreciate the support. Yeah, yeah we, appreciate, we, we the support. appreciate the support from you and from the listeners. Allegedly, it has been talked about with people throughout the ranks of the city. Who knows? The Who knows? Who knows? We don't know. Who knows what will happen? But hopefully. We're graduating next year, so hopefully we get out of Iraq. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we get a nice job. Hopefully a check in the mail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, hopefully eventually they're like, okay, overtime secured. You guys get a fat check in the mail. Yeah. Here's a couple thousand dollars. That would, that would be ideal, to be honest. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we're up here at the lake. Um, got up here today. Jared actually went to see a new car today and get this. Gets called 10 minutes before he gets there. They said the car was sold. Yeah, it's I. Me personally, I think it's just you know the slimy car dealers where you know they're just trying to get you down there. Yeah. Um, I you know he, I when I went in and asked them like oh when was it sold, because I called on Monday to check it out today, and today's Saturday and then the lady was like oh it was just last night when I came in this morning and I sold. I was like, yeah, bullshit. Like, That's when I would ask for the sales receipt. You're like, when was this actually sold? Like, yeah. was it sold Monday? Was yeah. it sold right after I got off the phone with you? Like, yeah. how, how do we know? Well, even that, because then they're like, oh, like, we got some other cars for you to look at. And, you know, I test drove one of them, looked at the other ones. But then, like, 
they just make you you go and sit down he's like oh i'll be right back you know they make you sit next they're trying to just make you wait they want you to get impatient you know impulse buy a car or something but yeah that's what you see a lot in these, yeah. these dealers like whether it's you gotta know how to play the game yeah you gotta know how to play the game and right off the bat if i heard somebody call me and say the car was sold i'd be yeah. outraged yeah, because, you know, let it be known that I was driving an hour away. Like, I called for exactly. this specific car. And That's then I gave her my phone, like, my name, my phone number. I'm like, if anything changes, let me know. Or if the availability changes, and then, you know, I'm halfway down there, and I get a call saying, oh, it's sold. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Bullshit. That's what that is. Yeah. That's terrible customer service. They yeah. could have called you right when it happened last night. Terrible. I feel bad for you. That's yeah. unfortunate. Jared's been, Jared hasn't had a car for a couple weeks now. Yeah, because the brake line snapped on the... Uh... Can we run this through how the brake line snapped? Love to know. Uh, you another just time, over, time. run over a curb or something? Uh, was it a rock? Uh, <laughs> was it a rock? It might have been a rock. Was it, it wasn't a person, wasn't a car. It wasn't, yeah, it didn't wasn't hit anything. It wasn't a house. didn't hit anything. Um, yeah, so that, that happened. Um, <laughs> so we won't get into the details, but just... Jared's been, you know, yeah. hasn't had a car, has having his parents driving him around, which stinks. Yeah. Uh, nothing worse than not having a car, um, trying to get to work, trying to get to your friend's house, stuff like that. It stinks. Um, but yeah, we, we've had a good day on the lake. What, what do we do today, Birch? What, what, what happened? Well, we got up here, settled in, you know, moved into your room. Uh, after that, you know, talked to your parents for a little bit, hit the lake. Uh, lake was choppy. Real choppy. A lot of wind, a lot of boat traffic. Um, what was the place called that we jumped off? The Pilings. Pilings, yep. Yep, that's cool. Um, went down there for a little bit. Checked out some lake merch. Yeah, lake um, merch up here. Kind of, kind of lackluster, to be honest. Low a little, inventory. A little overpriced, still. We hit the wrong place, that's yeah. the thing. There's, okay. there's definitely good spots to get some lake merch, but just yeah. not where we went. Okay. Um, but yeah, I want to talk about the lake etiquette here, and you know, it was subpar today. <laughs> if, if the no asking. wake zone. The no wake zone. So you know, we're by the shore here, and um, I think it's thirty feet or thirty yards offshore, whatever. But there's there's buoys out there saying no wake zone because there's kids swimming, um, and the 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 depth of the lake is just gets pretty shallow at a certain point yeah. a lot of rocks and stuff so it's more for the boaters to be honest um don't want to wreck your boat on the uh, on the rocks but this guy had to come by three four times yeah. was zipping by gotta be like a 24 footer 25 yeah. footer and he was zipping by probably a good 15 20 miles an hour maybe somebody was somebody on the tube with him I think at one point somebody was on the tube. Yeah. Other people tubing. I don't know necessarily him, but but this guy was whipping around. Yeah. It was, was probably five around. feet from the no wake zone, which yeah, lake right etiquette. Right. It's five to ten feet. It's, it's ten. It's got to be more ten to twenty feet from the no wake zone where you just slow down, and you don't go near it unless you're going maybe five miles an hour. Yeah, this guy's whipping around, and those are the people that suck. Because you're swimming by the shore and you're just yeah. getting, you're just eating waves. Yeah. You're just eating waves. And the guy's an asshole. Yeah. Guy's an asshole. Nobody likes that guy. Um, and it's got to be a renter. Like my mom said, she's like, there's a lot of people who come up here and rent boats for the weekend. Yeah. You know, they're coming for timeshares one week at a time, two weeks at a time. And they don't really know how to boat. 
Um, and a lot of these guys don't have licenses. Yeah. In New Hampshire, you need to have a boater's license. In Mass, we can get away with it. You don't need a boater's license, but in New Hampshire, you need a boater's license. I wish I was a lake patrol today. <laughs> I wish I was going around you on that get thing. Out there. Oh my God. What I could do to be a lake patrol for a day. <laughs> oh my God. I would steal so much beer from people. We know this, you can't drink on a boat. I mean, people do it. Yeah. I don't want to be yeah. hypocritical. I do it, but I don't drive. Okay? Yeah, right. um, but yeah, some of these guys get, fair, get intoxicated and then they go out there and they think they're funny. And they go by these no-wake zones, and they're assholes. Uh, I don't like that. Um, I don't like that one bit. Another thing we were talking about. <laughs> this, this is a def- this is a this is a crazy topic. But uh, um, Jared's a Jared's a gun ad- uh, advocate. Yes. You know, Jared likes guns. Um, there we go. <laughs> you, you go to shooting ranges often. Uh, when I can, yeah. Yeah, he goes to a shooting range. Do you own any guns or not? I do not, I'm in the process of getting my license right now. Okay. He's in Massachusetts. A uh, couple of licenses. To, right? There's like, or like one license and then to get another, like a bigger gun, you need like a second license. Yeah. Or something so, like that. License to carry and then that. Yeah. What the process is, is, like once you turn, I think it's 16 with your like parents' consent, you can get, a, it's called the FID, firearms identification, where you can get a rifle or a shotgun and it has to have, I think it's six or eight rounds or less in the mag. And okay. then, once you turn 21 in Mass is when you can get what's called a Class A, and that's the license to carry, and you can get a handgun or a rifle shotgun. But uh, anything in Mass has to be 10 or less, even when you get the license you get when you turn 21. So I'm in the process of getting, because I'm 21, of getting the, uh, the LTC. So. Nice. So I, I know nothing about guns. My dad was in the military and I know nothing about guns. And maybe that's his choice. Uh, he didn't want me to be exposed to that kind of stuff, what have you, but I know nothing. So it's good to know like, what the licensers is and how to obtain a gun. But I mean, I'm not a gun guy. Like I, I'll never own one. Um, I think it's just, I mean, not not faulting anybody who has guns. My, one of my best friend Clark will be on it, uh, on the podcast one time uh maybe maybe a few times but yeah he owns some guns and i don't i don't care yeah. you know it's it's not my it's not my place to tell him what to do so i don't mind it i just know nothing about guns so that that's basically my take on it but uh, my question was <laughs> <laughs> if i was in water treading water i see this happening in movies all the time you know somebody somebody's like swimming through the water and a guy's up with like a like an ar-15 and he's shooting into the water, right. and it it always misses the person. Yeah. It never hits the person. I just like the question is, if you sit in water, like, do you ever get hit by a bullet, <laughs> or are you just like immune to getting hit by bullets? No, so you can definitely still get shot even if you're underwater. I you'd have to be like fairly close to the surface, but once the bullet does hit water it starts to spiral out of control and that's what causes it to slow down and stop in the water. Mm. So like obviously if you're deep, then like it's gonna spiral and chances it hits you are very slim. Mm. But like if you're up near the shore and like someone's shooting in the water, you're still gonna get shot, like. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean I'm mean, i sure, definitely. But I'm seeing all these fucking action movies with these, this like Rambo shit. Oh yeah. When Rambo's like <laughs> yeah. swimming through like the swamp and stuff and the got a, guy's got a huge and machine gun up there shooting yeah. at him doesn't get a scratch on him doesn't even come out with a bullet near him yeah. 
I just think it's crazy. I mean, I want to toss myself in there. Uh, hey, maybe if we get enough subscribers, then I'll, I'll put it to test. <laughs> could, could, be a, could be a future podcast action. Nick gets in the water and somebody's up on a, on, a, on a booth trying to shoot me down. No, kidding. Won't yeah, ever happen. Yeah, but, we go right up Nick's dock. Yeah. Um, that's it. I, I love, love having you guys. I love having you talk. Um, thank you for coming Absolutely. on. Uh, any last words to the viewers? Just um, want to thank you for having me on. Of course. We'll, hopefully there'll be another time and uh, it's a pleasure to be here. So 20 likes and Nick goes on. No, no, <laughs> don't even, don't. I will be staying above water for the rest of my trip and probably the rest of the lifetime now <laughs> that you guys just said that. So um, thank you for listening to A Very Good Life and we'll see you next week.